higher, higher, in the school of wisdom, more of grace to know. Oh, deeper yet I pray, and higher every day, and wiser, blessed Lord, and thy precious holy word. Oh, deeper, deeper, blessed Holy Spirit, take me deeper still, till my life is wholly lost in Jesus and His perfect will. Oh, deeper yet I pray, and higher every day, and wiser, blessed Lord, and Thy precious holy word. Oh, deeper, deeper, though it cause all trials, deeper let me go. Rooted in the holy love of Jesus, let me fruitful grow. Oh, deeper yet I pray. And higher every day, and wiser, blessed Lord, in thy precious word, oh, deeper, higher, every day in Jesus, till all conflict pass. Find me conquer in his own image perfectly at last. Oh, deeper yet I pray and higher every day and wiser, blessed Lord, in thy precious holy word. Deeper, deeper, in the love of Jesus, daily let me go. Higher, higher, in the school of wisdom, more of grace to know. Oh, deeper yet I pray, and higher every day, and wiser, blessed Lord. Lord, in thy precious holy word, oh, deeper, deeper, blessed Holy Spirit, take me deeper still, till my life is wholly lost in Jesus and his perfect will. Oh, deep.
deeper yet I pray. And higher every day. And wiser, blessed Lord. And thy precious holy word. Oh, ever yet I pray. And high every day. And wiser, blessed Lord. And thy precious holy word. Hallelujah. Take us deeper, Jesus. God, we want to go deeper tonight in your precious holy word. Show us thy way, Lord. Teach us thy path, O God. Open thou my understanding, O God, that I may behold the wonders out of your law. Thank you, Jesus, for your goodness. Thank you for your kindness. Thank you for your long-suffering and blessing towards us, God. Without you, Father, we are nothing. Without you, we will surely fall. But in you, God, we live, we move, we have our being, O God. I am so thankful tonight, God, for thy loving kindness is better than life. And my lips shall praise thee while I live deeper, deeper in the love of Jesus. Daily let me go higher and higher in the school of wisdom to know more of you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. I thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. It is Jesus. Sad ones weep no more. Who is this who for our sorrow offer comfort and relief? Bring in sunshine to the dark and shadow life. Saying softly cease repining, lift thy soul above its grief. Let the peace pass understanding, still the strife. Oh, it is Jesus, Jesus. Well, sad ones weep no more. He will heal the brokenhearted, open wide the prison door. He is able to deliver evermore. Oh, it is Jesus, Jesus. Well, sad ones weep no more. He will heal the brokenhearted, open wide the prison door. He is able to deliver evermore. Who is this who come with healing for the halt, the blind, the lame? Saying softly to the sinner, follow me. Only come in faith believing as of old the people came. And the lame shall walk, the blind again shall see. Oh, it is Jesus, Jesus, well, sad ones weep no more. He will heal the brokenhearted, open wide the prison door. He is able to deliver evermore. Who is this who loves a sinner as a father love his own? Grieving over those who spun his gentle plea. 
always ready to forgive them and to make forgiveness known. Who is this forever calling you and me? Oh, it is Jesus, Jesus. Well, sad ones weep no more. He will heal the brokenhearted, open wide the prison door. He is able to deliver evermore. Oh, it is Jesus, Jesus. Well, sad ones weep no more. He will heal the brokenhearted, open wide the prison door. He is able to deliver evermore. Oh, it is Jesus, Jesus. Well, sad ones weep no more. He will heal the brokenhearted, open wide the prison door. He is able to deliver evermore. Hallelujah. Oh, God, I know you can open the prison door, God. You can set free the captives tonight. You can break the bonds and chains that's trying to bind your people, Lord. You can deliver, God. You can bring deliverance. You can open the door, oh, God, I pray tonight. I know you're able, God. There's nothing impossible for you to do. Have mercy upon us, oh, God. Look beyond our faults tonight. Uh, see the need of your children, O oh God. Deliver the fear. Deliver from fear. Deliver from panic attacks. Uh, deliver from anxiety. Oh God, the things that your people are facing. Uh, oh God, I know you're able, Lord. Uh, there's nothing impossible for you to do. Oh God, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you, Jesus. You're able to deliver evermore. There's nothing too hard for you, God. There's nothing too hard for the Lord. There's nothing too hard for him. Praise God. Amen. We want to get in our lesson again tonight. Amen. It's good to have Sister Michaela home. Amen. God bless you. It's good to see you again. Amen. Amen. We want to get back into our lesson tonight. Talk about having a love for the Word of God. Amen. Now, last week we started this lesson, amen, and we got deep a little bit in it, and we were scratching the surface and was knocking off some of the, the stones, and amen, it was getting a little bit deep there, amen. Having a love for the Word of God, amen. Job says in the book of Job, the 23rd chapter and verse 12, Job 23, 12, Job says, Neither have I gone back from the commandments of his lips. I have esteemed the words of his mouth more than my necessary food. Amen. Job puts a price tag here on God's word. He says, I have esteemed it or I have loved it more than my food. That's the thing and that's where we've got to get to as the children of God, to love the Word of God, to have a zeal and eagerness for the love of God that nothing, Paul says, will be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, 
our Lord. We're going to run into some things in our lives. We're going to go through some things. As I was saying Sunday, we're going to face some oppositions. We're going to face some hardship. We're going to face some pains. We're going to face some suffering. But nothing should be able to pull us or stop us from clinging to the promises of God in His Word. Amen. God's Word is for you and I to give us the strength and the encouragement, the hope. Amen. To let us know that we're going to go through things, we're going to face things, but He's already given us exceeding precious promises that He will not leave us, He will not forsake us. Amen. God will be with us all the way to the end of the earth. Amen. He says to Moses, I brought you out not to leave you, I brought you out to bring you in. God has chosen us for such a time as this to help us to take us to a different place. Amen. So we've got to get to the habit of we cling to the promises of God. We saw last week, amen, the writer in Hebrews chapter 6, if you want to go there again tonight, we'll dust this off just a little bit to, to look at God's promise. Hebrews chapter 6, again tonight, starting out just a, a little bit of it here in the sixth chapter of Hebrews starting with verse uh, number, some of them, where is it? Is it in the New Testament? Okay. <laughs> I'd like to keep you on track. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Praise God. <clears throat> the writer of Hebrews chapter 6 here, starting with verse 13, says, For when God made promise to Abraham... Because he could swear by no greater, he swore by himself, saying, Surely, blessing, I will bless thee, and multiplying, I will multiply thee. And so after he had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. For men verily swear by the greater, and an oath of confirmation is a, a them of end of all strife, wherein God will and more abundantly to show unto the heirs a promise, that immutability of his counsel confirmed it by an oath that by two immutable things in which it was impossible for God to lie, we might have a strong consolation for who have fled for refuge to lay hope, hold upon the hope set before us, which hope we have as an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast, and that which entered into the veil, wherein the forerunner even entered in for us, even Jesus made an high priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. Now notice what he says here. When God made promise to Abraham, he confirmed it by an oath. Amen. That by two immutable things, two unchanging promises God gave Abraham was his word and his promise. Amen. I will bless you. Amen. And so therefore, those same promise, notice what he says here, to the heirs of the promise. Now, we already seen in Galatians 3, 26 through 29, that the heirs, when we are baptized in Jesus' name, we are heirs to the promise. So every promise that God made to Abraham, they are made for you and I. Amen. And so therefore, God cannot change. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. 
So the things which are written afore was written for our learning, that we through patience and comfort of the Scripture might have hope. Amen. We have an anchor of hope, both sure and steadfast. Amen. Which is Jesus Christ. Amen. It's like the writer is using an analogy of a ship. The ship has to depend on the anchor. The anchor is what holds the ship steady. It keeps it from moving. When the anchor is down, the pilot of the ship or the captain of the ship realizes that the anchor has to be strong enough to hold that ship in place so it don't move, so it be steadfast and unmovable. Well, it's the same way with you and I. When we connect to Jesus Christ, which is the anchor of our hope, we have to believe that he's not going anywhere, that his steadfast is unmovable. Amen. And we're not going to sink. We're not going to be driven away because he holds us fast. Amen. We're connected to him. So we have to have the hope and to believe. We have to believe in this word. Amen. We've got to believe everything that is written in this book. Amen. In order for us to make it. Because if we start doubting, James says, as a double-minded man, he's unstable in all his ways. See, we have to believe what is written in this book. John tells us in the 20th chapter of the book of John, chapter 20, John chapter 20, the gospel of John chapter 20, verse 30 and 31. John chapter 20, verse 30 and 31. Notice what John says here. And many other signs truly did Jesus in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book, but these are written that you might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you might have life through his name. Amen. The things that are written here, everything is not written. That's why some people have trouble believing. Everything is not written. But these are written, John says, so that you might believe that Jesus is the Son of God. He is the Christ. And that believing you and I, we would have what? Eternal life. Praise God. Through His name. That's why Jesus says, I am come that you might have life and that you might have life more abundantly. He wants you to have an abundant life. So we have to love the Word of God. We have to get into the Word of God. We have to study the Word of God. As Paul told Timothy in 2 Timothy 2.15, Study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman that need not be ashamed to rightly divide the Word of truth. If we're going to have hope, we've got to get into the Word. We've got to cling to the Word. Now, notice what Paul writing to the church in the Corinth there in the 10th chapter of 1 Corinthians chapter 10. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, starting with verse 1. Paul says, Moreover, brethren, I would not that you should be ignorant how that all our fathers was under the cloud and all passed through the sea, and were all baptized unto Moses in the cloud and in the sea, and all did eat the same spiritual meat, and did all drink the same spiritual drink, 
for they drink of that spiritual rock that followed them, and that rock was Christ. Amen. Notice, they drank from the same spiritual drink. They had the same food, every one of them. They all had manna. They all had quail. They all went through the same thing. Praise God. And they drink from that rock, which was Christ. David says in Psalms 18, Who is God? Save the Lord. And who is a rock? Save our God. Amen. So Jesus Christ is the solid rock. We are built on the foundations of Jesus Christ. Amen. The apostle. Amen. Jesus Christ is the chief cornerstone in whom all the building fit framely together and grow up into a holy temple unto the Lord. Amen. So notice Paul goes on here. He says, But with many of them God was not well pleased, for they were overthrown in the wilderness. Now these things were our example to the intent. We should not lust after evil things as they lusted, neither be idolaters as some of them, as it is written, the people sat down to drink and rose up early into play. Neither let us commit fornication as some of them committed and fell one day 20,000 people, 23,000. Neither let us tempt Christ as some of them tempted and were destroyed of the serpent. Neither murmur ye as some of them also murmured and were destroyed by the destroyer. Now notice verse 11. Now all of these things happen in them for an example, and they are written for our admonition upon the ends of the world or come. Amen. So notice the things that was written for us. So the examples we need is already in the Word of God of how to live, how to endure, how to make it. Amen. How to be successful. We saw Sunday as the Lord told Joshua, don't ever let the Word depart out of your mouth. You will be strong and you will have good success. So if we want hope, We've got to study the Word of God. It's there. Notice what Romans 8. Go to Romans 8. To the book of Romans, chapter 8. Starting down through verse 24. Excuse me. 24. 824. For we are saved by hope, Paul says here. But hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man seeth, what have he yet hoped for? But if we hope for that we see not, then do we with patience wait for it? Likewise, the Spirit helpeth our infirmities. For we know not what we shall pray for as we ought, but the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groaning which cannot be uttered. And he that searches the heart know what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints, according to the will of God. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the call, according to his purpose. How many times have you heard people quote that scripture? And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. I mean, you hear it all the time. But what happened? We find people still don't believe it. See, if we know that it's going to work out, what are you fearing for? What are you scared of? See, we've got to love the Word. 
We've got to cling to the Word. We've got to hold to the Word. It's a promise. Amen. It, notice what he said. The Spirit already makes intercession with groaning which cannot be uttered. And he that knows the Spirit, the mind of the Spirit, knows, knows already. Amen. God already knows what he's going to do. That's why we've got to walk by faith and not by sight. He knows the outcome. He knows what he's going to do before he ever asked to. That's why he says to Philip, where are we going to get bread to feed all these people? And the Bible says he asked him that question to prove him because Jesus already knew what he was going to do. He already knows what he's going to do in your life. He already has it figured out. This is why we walk by faith and not by sight. I can't walk by sight and and to make it think it's going to work my way. I get confused. I have to learn to trust in the Lord, as Solomon says, with all my heart and lean not to my own understanding. And all my ways acknowledge Him. Go to God with it. And He'll direct my path. He'll tell me what to do. He'll show me the way more perfectly clear. But I've got to love the Word. If not, I would always try to lean to my own understanding. People are struggling in situations and circumstances because they're trying to figure it out on their own, and they have left the Word of God. Amen. They've left your first love. You remember what the Lord told the church in Ephesus? I've got something against you. You left your first love. Amen. This is the love. Amen. The Bible's basic instructions before leaving the earth. We've got to get into this thing. We've got to love this word. Amen. Thy word have I hid in my heart, David says, that I will not sin against thee. I want to love this word. Job says, I've esteemed this more than my necessary food. Amen. I'm not going to let go of God's word. It is there. You know, you remember when Jesus said in John 4 with the woman at the well? Amen. Let's go to John 4 real quick. <clears throat> we we know the story. Try to get wine up here a little bit. I might holler here in a minute. It's getting good already. Amen. John chapter 4, we see here that uh, Jesus sends his disciples in the town to, to buy bread, buy food for him, and Jesus goes and sits in the well. And we know the story. He has the conversion with the woman uh, at the well. And then drop down to verse 27, John four twenty-seven. it says here, And upon this, you know, Jesus tell the woman who he is, you know, uh, there in... in uh, 25, the woman says to him, I, I know that Messiah cometh, which is called Christ. When he is come, he'll tell us all things. And Jesus said to her, I just speak to you, am he. And the woman, upon this came his disciples and marveled that he talked with the woman. Yet no man says, what seekest thou? Or why talkest thou with her? The woman then leaves her water pots and went her way into the city and said to the men, Come see a man which told me all things that ever I did is not this the Christ. Then they went out of the city and came unto him. And in the meantime, while his disciples prayed him, said, Master, eat. But he said unto them, I have meat to eat that you know not of. 
Therefore said the disciples one to another, Have any men gave brought him ought to eat? Jesus said unto them, My meat is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish his work. Say not ye, there are yet four months, and then come the harvest. Behold, I say to you, lift up your eyes and look on the fields, for it is white already to be harvested. And he that reapeth receive wages and gather fruit into his life eternal, that both he that soareth and he that reapeth may rejoice together. And here is that saying true, one soared and another reapeth. I have sent you to reap that. Oh, whereon you bestowed no labor, other men's labor, and you are entered into their labor. Amen. Notice Jesus says, I have meat you know not of. Praise God. I'm, I'm here to tell you, the word of God is food. That's why it's called the bread of life. When you love this, you're not going to be aware about what you're going to eat and what you're going to wear and what you're going to put on. There's something about you can, I mean, you could be hungry, you could be starving, but if somebody starts talking about Jesus and you start teaching a Bible study, you start talking about Jesus' goodness and his mercy because you love the word of God, I guarantee you, you're going to be fuller than a tick. Amen. There's something going to well up inside of you that you're going to forget all about you was ever hungry, and you're going to start sharing, and you're going to find yourself eating on that manna from heaven as you're beginning to pour it out, and you're going to be just as full as you could ever be. Amen. It won't even dawn on you that you was hungry. And that's because you've got to have a love for the Word of God, the things of God. He will keep you in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed upon Him. Praise God. We want to continue to eat this bread of life continually every day. You need to have a double dose, amen, of this in your life continually Every morning, every day. Remember last week, we saw that uh, the psalmist says there in Psalms 119, Oh, how I love thy law. It is my meditation all the day long. Praise God. Amen. Oh, I love it. Uh, I love the Word of God. I just got to get into it from the rising of the sun until the going down of the same. There's nothing like digging in the gold mine and, and into the Word of God and uncovering things that are hidden from the eye. As Paul says, I have not seen and ear have not heard, and neither have it entered into the hearts of men the things uh, which God has prepared for them that love him. But that Job said, this is better, amen, than my necessary food. I've esteemed the Word of God. Amen. End of my life. You need to have this deep within. Because trials are going to come. Things are going to come. And Jesus says in Matthew 5.48, I mean, five, uh, that um, heaven and earth will pass away. But my word will not pass away. You need something solid to stand on. David says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. And whom shall I be afraid? We got exceeding promises. If you don't study the word of God and love the word of God, you're not going to know what God is promising you. He's promised you eternal life. And to get there, you're going to have to hold to the word of God. You're going to have to believe the word of God. Proverbs chapter 4. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 1 through 9. 
Solomon writing here in Proverbs chapter 4, verse 1, 9. He says, Hear ye children the instruction of a father, and attend to no understanding. For I give you good doctrine, forsake you not my law. For I was my father's son, tender and only beloved in the sight of my mother. He taught me also and said unto me, Let thine heart retain my words, keep my commandments, and live. Get wisdom, get understanding, forget it not, neither decline from the words of my mouth. Forsake her not, and she shall preserve thee. Love her, and she shall keep thee. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom, and with all thy getting, get understanding. Exalt her, and she shall promote thee. She shall bring thee to honor when thou hast embraced her. She shall give to thine head an ornament of grace, a crown of glory. Shall she deliver to thee? Notice, get wisdom. What is wisdom? Wisdom is no more than having knowledge and understanding and understand how to apply it to your life or how it works in other things. That's all wisdom is. Amen. So you need to have this in order to live. Knowledge and understanding. Notice what the writer says also in Proverbs 2, 10 and 11. Proverbs 2, 10 and 11. When wisdom entered into thine heart, and knowledge is pleasant unto thy soul, distression shall preserve thee. Understanding will keep thee. Praise God. So we need to have these things. When wisdom, knowledge, and understanding is present, then distressions, the ability to make wise and right choices and right decisions in life, amen, will be present also in your life. And this is what we need. And this is why we've got to understand God's Word and love God's Word. You've got to make some right choices and right decisions. You just can't follow the crowd. Amen. Every time. You you th- you may think it. Half of the people out there right now, they think what is going on is right. Amen. There's so many people right now so confused, they don't have clue what to do in their lives. And they wonder why in the world so many people is on the uprise of committing suicide and fearful and all unrest and all this stuff is going on in their lives right now. You know, I'm not talking about the world. I'm talking about the church. You know, the church is falling apart. You know, the people that should be stable and rooted and grounded is turned upside down. They don't know if they're coming or they're going. Because they did not have a love of the truth. You know, that's what Paul says, you know, to the church at Thessalonica. If they didn't have a love of the truth, what will happen? God will send them a strong delusion that they believe a lie. See, we've got to love this. We've got to believe this. We've got to stand on God's Word. It is true. Jesus Christ is the way. He's the truth. He's the light. 
In John 17, 17, he says, sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in the darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. Amen. So that's what is going on right now in the world with the people is they never had a love for the truth. They call themselves Christians. They say they believed in Jesus, but they did not study to show themselves approved. They did not grow in the knowledge and wisdom of God. And they wonder why so much stuff is coming against them. They have no defense mechanism. They have not even proved their armor. This is war. So Isaiah had already told us in Isaiah 9-5 that the battle of the warriors which confused noise and garments rolled in blood. But unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, and the Prince of all peace. Of the increase of his government, there shall be no end. Praise God. We've got to understand here that we've got to love this. This is war. If we don't prove our armor, is an indication. If your lawns are not girded about with truth, amen, if the girdle that you, the warrior would put on was to be steadfast and to hold them steadfast, to keep them from moving the wrong ways and doing the wrong things. So we've got to have our lawns skirted about with the truth. The truth of God's word. we got to know what is truth and what is error. And that comes from studying the show yourself approved unto God. You've got to get into this. You've got to love this. You've got to have on the breastplate of righteousness. You've got to have right in your life. That goes back to what we said about wisdom. When wisdom enter your heart. Amen. And understanding is pleasant to your soul. Distression preserve thee, and understanding will keep you. Praise God. You've got to have righteousness. God is the God of righteousness. And as his children, we have to love right. I can't love wrong and protect and, and think I'm going to make it. He's a God of righteousness. I've got to love righteousness. My feet has got to be shod with peace. I can't let turmoil keep coming into my life and turning me upside down. I can't live up one minute and down the next minute. I can't live, amen, going through all kinds of craziness and foolishness in my life. And you can't either. Amen. You've got to get to the point that where you know you're in perfect peace because your mind is stayed upon Christ. You're casting all your cares upon him because he cared for you. You, as a child of God, you can't live up and down like a roller coaster. It, it ain't going to work. It'll drive you absolutely nuts. Your life will be so full of weary, you won't know what to do. You are, you're supposed to be in perfect peace because you trust in the Lord. You already got the promise in the book. If you love this, you know he's already told you, I'm not going to leave you. I'm not going to forsake you. I'm as close as the mention of your name. 
I will help you. I will hold you up with the right hand of my righteousness, saying, fear not. Amen. Fear not, little flock. It's your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom, right? Come on. So you've got to stay in peace. And that's why you've got to love this. That's what got Job through everything he, 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 he went through. Think about the man. How many times we read about him and talk about him in the church? How did he get through it all? He just kept talking about God. He says, I know my Redeemer liveth. How did he know? He kept studying the Word. He kept going to God every day. Job got up. He sacrificed for his children. He built his relationship with God before troubles ever came, before things ever hit his life. Job's story is a story for you and me. We got to get up. We can't be laying down crying and panting and all this stuff. We got to keep loving God. Be careful that you don't forget God. Job got up. Amen. And he sought God. So when his trials come, he was ready. He was able to continue to hold fast. His wife says, you're going to keep your integrity forever? So you speak as the most foolish woman speak. Should we not receive both good and evil at the hand of God? He didn't charge God foolishly. He says, I know God will come through for me. He said, I just wish I knew where I could find him. He said, I look on the right, he's not there. I look to the left, he's not there. I look behind me, he's not there. Said, but that's okay. He knows where I'm at. <laughs> and that's all I need to know. That's all I need to know. God knows where I'm at. He knows what I'm going through. He knows what I'm facing. That's all I need to know. He pulled Job out. He's going to pull me out. Amen. Praise God. That's God we serve. We got to love this word. Those stories are there for our hope. Come on. It gives us hope. Amen. Joseph. Look at Joseph's life. Man, we got to develop a heart like Joseph. I want to develop a heart like Joseph. You know, go through all that stuff he went through and still get elevated. Amen. That's the kind of God we serve. Sometimes it might seem a long time. Think about Joseph. You know, look at his life. Seventeen, he's sold into prison. You know, falsely accused, he go to prison. Amen. He, he, he interprets the butler and the baker's dream. <laughs> you know, and then the butler, he says, now don't forget me, man. He still got him for two years. He still forgot him longer. You know, but he held on. He held to the promises of God. You remember that old song, standing on the promises of Christ, my King? Through eternal ages, let his praises ring. Glory in the highest, I will shout and sing. I'm standing on the promises of God. <laughs> you remember it was, you see, sometimes we got to go back to that old song book. Do you know why? Because the scriptures tells you to sing to yourself psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Amen. It gets you through it. So God has not forgot you. 
So when wisdom is entering your heart and is understanding is pleasant to your soul, discretion will preserve thee and understanding will keep you. Amen. It'll teach you some things. You will have the knowledge. You will have the wisdom. You will have the understanding so you make the right choices and right decisions in life. Amen. Or you know where to go to get the right choices and right decisions in life. Amen. Distression will be there is having that power. Amen. And how you speak and how you talk. Amen. You will know when to say the right words and, and, and how to speak the right things. You won't beat yourself up. You won't walk around and go, oh me, oh me. You know, gloom, despair, and agony on me, deep, dark depression, excessive misery. If it wasn't for bad luck, I have no luck at all. No. Everything we go through. Look at Paul's life. His life is an example. Amen. Persecuting the church, but he come into contact with God. You know, I, I, I don't know if I persecuted the church as much as Paul did, but I used to make fun of the church too. I used to sit in the back of the church and laugh at the old folks in the front. You know, shouting and stuff and passing out in the aisles and stuff. You know, I used to laugh at the guys. They'd laugh at them, you know. I used to think it was funny, you know, and stuff. Like, wow, you know, can't believe they're doing that stuff. Because I didn't have knowledge. I, I didn't have, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, you know. But But God, once I got into the Word of God, once God poured me out of darkness to the marvelous light and turned on the light, amen, now I'm one of them. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm one of them that Paul says, amen, is the same as he was. You know, I thank God who pulled me out of that and put me in the ministry. Praise God. I wish he'd have did it, you know, when I was young and foolish and all the craziness I was going through. You know, it's not his fault. It was there. It was always there. We already had Bibles in our house ever since I can remember. I can remember not about nine years old. I said to myself, man, I'm going to read the Bible through this year, you know, just to do it, just to see if I can do it. And I started reading. I got somewhere about the fourth or fifth chapter of Genesis. <laughs> That's about as far as I got. But at least I understood something what happens in the beginning, God. <laughs> And see, and I was able to, to, in later life, to build on that. But God, God, you know, at least I had that much knowledge when I came to the truth in the church. God had created the heavens and the earth. Amen. And I built the rest of it off that. See, when you love this, when you love this word, amen. It makes all the difference when wisdom enters and distression is there. Amen. And so we see through Scripture, it keeps telling us to get wisdom, to get knowledge, to get understanding. Amen. Notice here, uh, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 13 through 20. Notice Solomon writing here, Proverbs 3, 13 through 20. He says, happy is the man that findeth wisdom. 
and the man that getteth understanding. For the merchandise of it is better than the merchandise of silver, and the gain thereof than fine gold. She is more precious than rubies, and all the things thou can desire are not to be compared to her. Length the days are in her right hand, and in her left hand is riches and honor. Her ways are the ways of pleasantness, and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to them that lay hold upon her, and happy is everyone that retaineth her. The Lord by wisdom have founded the earth, by understanding have he established the heavens, by his knowledge the depths are broken up, and the clouds drop down the dew. You want to know who Jesus is talking to in, in, in Genesis 2? When he said, let us make man in them as image. He's talking to wisdom. Praise God. Amen. Notice here, happy is the man that find wisdom. And the man that getteth understanding. Why is wisdom so important? Now notice what Job says in Job 28, 12. Job asked the questions in Job 28, verse 12. He said, but where can I find wisdom? (laughs) He said, where can wisdom be found? Where can I locate it? Notice what Proverbs 8, 12 says. Proverbs 8, 12. I wisdom dwell with prudence. And find out knowledge of witty inventions. So if you want to find wisdom, find good sense and judgment. <laughs> you find her. Paul right into the church at Corinth in 1 Corinthians chapter 124. He says, Jesus Christ is the wisdom of God and the power of God. Amen. So if you want to find wisdom, you want to find knowledge, you want to find understanding, Find Jesus. Get him in your heart. When wisdom enters your heart and understanding, knowledge, excuse me, is pleasant, discretion will preserve you and understanding will keep you. Amen. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, respecting God. God's Word will help you make right choices and right decisions because He's the Word. You've got to love this more than anything else in your life. Nothing can compare to the things of God. The writer of Hebrews twelve twenty seven says, And this Word, Yet once more signifying the removing of those things that are shaken as of things that are made, that those things which cannot be shaken may remain. This word right here, once more signifying, amen, the heavens and earth of old was removed by water. If you're not firm and steadfast and the knowledge of God, amen, The next time, it's gone. You're going to fall away. You're going to be shaken. You've got to be solid in this last days. You've got to be unmovable. You've got to have this word down in your heart so that when storms of life start blowing, when winds of doctrine start coming your way, 
things start coming against you, you're still steadfast in the knowledge and the wisdom and understanding of God, so nothing moves you away from God. You've got to be solid. You've got to have your feet on the rock, and your mind has got to be made up. Though you walk through a valley, though you drink from a bitter cup, when the devil come and knock you, trying to show you an easier way, you need to be able to stand flat on your feet. You need to throw your heads in the air, look him straight in the face and says, my foot's on the rock and my mind. Is made up. Amen. You've got to have a made up mind in these last days when trials and situations and all this craziness is going on. You have the purpose in your heart. I will not be shaken. I will not be moved. I will not give up. I will not go back. I will be firm and steadfast on God's word and I will stand on the promises of God forever and ever. Praise God. Get it in you. Put it around you. Get your faith shield greased up so that you can repel every fire dart of the wicked. Put on the helmet of salvation and get your sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. For the Word of God is quick, is powerful. Is sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividers of under of soul and spirit, and John and Myron's the sermer, and the thoughts and the intent of your heart. Amen. Think about it. In that first flood, only eight people were saved. Few, Peter said, eight souls were saved by water. Now, guess what? Baptism saves us. Not putting away of the fifth of the flesh, but an answer of a good conscience towards God. Get your mind right. Purpose in your heart. I'm not giving up. I'm not going back. I'm standing on the truth of God's word. I seen in his word what he did. As Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Did he not show up for them? Amen. When they took a stand. Did he not stand and show up for Daniel when he took a stand? Amen. And he'll take a stand with you. Praise God. He'll be there. This is what they say. He may not come when you want him. He'll be on time. He'll show up right in the nick of time. Amen. Been young. Now I'm old. Never seen the righteous forsaken. No, his seeds big and bread. Amen. So stay solid. Stay true to God's Word. Keep wisdom in your heart. Keep knowledge. Keep understanding. Study the Word of Proverbs every day. Amen. Build your life. Amen. This is the road map, the light. Amen. I am the way. I am the truth. And I am the life. No man is coming to the Father but by me. Everybody ain't going to heaven. Amen. All these people keep saying, oh, we're all going to the same place. No, we're not. I hate to. <laughs> we're all, we aren't all going to the same place. That's right. We may stand there, but you better be ready to get in. Amen. Not everyone Jesus said, said to me, amen. Look at, look at, uh, Matthew chapter seven. Matthew chapter seven. Start with verse twenty-one. Matthew seven twenty one. 
Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name have cast out devils? And in thy name done many wonderful works? And then I will profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Therefore, whosoever hear these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon the rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the wind blew and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. And every one that hear these sayings of mine and doeth them not shall be likened unto a foolish man which built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended, the flood came, and the wind blew and beat upon that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. Amen. Praise God. So notice, we got to build on the rock. we got to do what it says. This is what James says. Don't just be a hearer of God's word. Be a doer of his word. Amen. Luke chapter 8, starting with verse 5. Got about four minutes. Amen. Luke 8, 5. A sower went out to sow his seed, and as he sowed, some fell by the wayside. And it was trodden down, and the fowls of the air devoured it. And some fell among the rock, and as soon as it sprung up, it withered away, because it liked moisture. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprung up and choked it. And others fell on good ground and sprang up and bare fruit a hundredfold. And when he had said these things, he cried, He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying here. And his disciples asked him, says, What might this parable be? And he said unto them, Unto you it is given to know the mystery of the kingdom of God. But to others in parables that seeing they might not see, and hearing they might not understand. Now, the parable is this, the seed is the word of God. Those by the wayside are they that hear, then cometh the devil and take away the word out of their hearts, lest they should believe and be saved. They on the rock are they which, when they hear, receive the word with joy, and these have no root, which for a while believeth, believe, excuse me, and in time of temptation fall away. And that which fell among thorns are they which when they have heard go forth and choke with cares and riches and pleasures of this life and bring no fruit to perfection. But that on the good ground are they which in an honest and good heart having heard the word, keep it, bring forth fruit with patience. Amen. So notice. The four sores that God shows us. The only one whose heart was right. Amen. Received the word and brought forth fruit. This is why you've got to keep your heart right. That's why, as you heard me say, Malachi 6, 8, the Lord has showed us what is required to love mercy, to do justly, and to walk humbly before God. If we do that, our hearts will always be right, 
and it'll be receptive for the word of God to come in and to accomplish what God desires to do. And we will always have a love for God and his word and the things of God. Amen. So let's continue to love God and his word. Amen. More than anything else. Oh, how I love thy law. It is my meditation all the day long. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimonies of the Lord are sure, making wise the simple. More to be desired are they than gold, much fine gold, sweeter also than the honey. And the honeycomb, the statues of the Lord arise, rejoicing the heart. The commandments of the Lord are pure, enlightening the eyes. More to be desired are they than gold, much fine gold, sweeter also than the honey and the honeycomb. The fear of the Lord is clean. And doing forever, the judgments of the Lord are true, and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, much fine gold. Sweeter also than the honey and the honeycomb. Jesus, we love you, Father. We love you for your word, God of wisdom, tonight. Thank you, Jesus, for enlighten us again, Father, on your will and your way. Continue to direct our steps according to your perfect will. Be with your people tonight, O oh God. Let them have a love for you and your word more than anything else, God, in these days ahead of us. And we give you honor and praise in Jesus' name. Amen.
God bless you. Don't forget church Sunday. Amen.